Capital Market Insights from ICMA. So hi everyone, my name is Mike Sonza, I'm the Future Leader Chair. We are live today from the ICMA AGM in Vienna, where I'm joined today by Mallorca Hegen and Charles Tissier. And uh, of course, Niall uh, Bohan from the European Commission, who uh, yeah, is joining us today for, for today's podcast. Uh, thank you, Niall, for uh, making some time to be here with us. Yeah, perhaps to kick off, uh, maybe could you explain to us briefly how you first got started at the European Commission and uh, how you have progressed basically to your current role and what your current role uh, encompasses? Okay, I came to Belgium uh, after my university studies in Dublin. Uh, I had developed an interest in, in European uh, integration. I studied European economics in, in, in Brugge. And from there I, I, I developed uh, as a policy researcher and floated around in Brussels for a few years before joining the Commission in '93. Uh, so I'm now dating myself uh, Quite in, in, in probably not a very uh, in a way that reflects uh, kind of well on, on you, you can figure out my age from here. So, um, but in those 30 years, I've, I've done a variety of uh, of jobs in the Commission, but from uh, the end of the 90s on, very much centered on uh, finance, public finance, but starting with regulation, working on MIFID through asset management and later on, on the banking regulation uh, and setting up the Capital Markets Union uh, project for, for the Commission uh, with uh, Lord Jonathan Hill uh, back when the UK was a member of, uh, of, of the EU. I have since progressed our, our, to work in, uh, through DG ECFIN, which is the, the let's say the macro financial uh, service of the Commission, which uh, prepares the, the forecasting, which did the, the policy uh, analytical work uh, for the programs uh, through the financial crisis uh, and supporting member states in, in their recovery. Um, and now, uh, in, since 2019, I've, I've moved to DG Budget, which is a bit of a reductionist name for a service which manages the annual budget, the multi-annual budget, but which also uh, runs all of the financial operations on behalf of, of the EU Commission comprising the management of, of 20 billion in assets uh, owned by the EU on behalf of the, the, the budget and the member states, uh, including some um, risk management in terms of contingent liabilities that we have incurred through uh, investment support programs, InvestEU, the Juncker Plan, uh, other projects like that also in the third or uh, in neighboring and, and, and third countries, which includes extensive support uh, to Ukraine where we have big legacy exposures and, and which uh, we are currently in the business of, of reflecting on, on how we could help further uh, through, through financial assistance to, uh, to, to a country at, at, at war. Um, but the big news story in our area in the last couple of years is of course the explosion in our, in our bond issuance uh, in response to the lockdown. We quickly uh, launched the Shore Social Program where we issued uh, 90 plus billion to support temporary employment assistance uh, in member states, uh, loans to, to, to allow member states to, to finance uh, temporary employment support, saving or, or keeping three, three and a quarter people uh, in, in jobs. Um, and then on the back of that, uh, using debt issuance to finance the next generation EU and the recovery plan. So this in the past, no, just just to illustrate that, uh, in 
2019, we issued something like 500 million euros in bonds to finance loans to uh, some neighboring countries. Uh, and in the last 18 months, we've issued uh, in excess of 220 billion, um, com comprising both the sure and the next generation EU bonds. So that's the journey um, in, in a nutshell. Um, so a, long f a lot of finance in there. Also technical assistance uh, work in, in Greece with the, the Greek authorities uh, in 2011 to 13 uh, as they try to in implement their uh, recovery program um, and, and find their way out of, of, uh, of, of their um, terrible macroeconomic uh, impasse in which they, they found themselves, uh, but also work on public procurement mixed in there at some stage. So, and I, maybe just to underline uh, at the start, I think that diversity of career that you can build in the commission where you can move from finance to trade to, uh, to competition, uh, I think is, 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 is quite unique in terms of, uh, of public administration mm -hmm. when I compare it to national civil servants, they tend to kind of get uh, pigeonholed in the commission. Um, you can really f follow your interest uh, and, and navigate your way uh, around uh, and add to your portfolio. Of, uh, yeah. So I've never done the job more than more than uh, three years, uh, and I'm now approaching three years in my current jobs. Right, that's interesting that you say, especially about like as you say the explosion in in, in activity. Um, how does an institution like the European Commission handle that? Like, do do you um, do you get then? people from other institutions that, that, that come and support you or do you have like a grad program where people are also like trained internally because I guess it's uh, I wouldn't say a myth but sometimes it's indeed a bit uh, more vague uh, for, for uh, maybe young professionals or, or like myself to figure out how do you end up mm -hmm. uh, at an institution because I, uh, these things as you mentioned these huge programs come with a, a lot of responsibility so often we think okay that's that's re that requires a certain like uh, um, well experience so uh, yeah interesting to hear how you've seen that evolve around you in the past well 18 months uh, given this activity okay before I, I talk about how we we built the team that built next generation you maybe just to comment on how do we recruit uh, in general terms uh, so it is a 30,000 strong um, institution um, and in the past, the intake, the basic intake would have been uh, policy staff coming in at a very junior level, recruited through what are called concours, um, where, uh, which have attracted huge numbers of, of applicants and interest from across the 27 member states. Um, our salary structure used to be particularly attractive, um, but now less so comparatively in, in some member states. Uh, so uh, I think we would now have a disproportionate number of applicants from, from uh, Central Eastern Europe, uh, whereas Scandinavians uh, are, are, are relatively few and far between, uh, simply because of the package, the remuneration package on offer where they grew up uh, or, or work or live currently is, is uh, what we offer is, is is perhaps less com less competitive, but these concours have nevertheless mobilized huge numbers of people. It required a, a lot of structuring. It was very um, difficult, very unpredictable. The outcomes, and uh, I think it, it, it is difficult to, to get through that system. Um, mm -hmm. So there have been a lot of um, attempts to streamline it and improve it, and, and that 
it's a constant work ongoing. Alongside it, I mean, specialized areas like ours, like public finance, where you need people who know the business, uh, but not only ours, in, in, in some other fields as well. We have been able, if we don't find the right profiles in, uh, inside the organization, um, then we are allowed to recruit uh, externally on the basis of profiles that uh, come to us. There is a, still nevertheless a rigorous selection, but it's, it's a more ad hoc solution, but that's not a permanent uh, contract, that's a temp what we call a temporary agent, which is three, uh, three years starting, can be extended uh, out to seven. In building Next Generation EU, and we had, we had very little time to do that, uh, so we had basically one year from the recovery plan, uh, the Member States spent the first six months putting in place the legal uh, budgetary arrangements to, to allow the thing kind of to be anchored in, in the budgetary framework or negotiated and then six months to June 21 to, um, to put, run the, this kind of legislative framework through the parliaments. We started in, in summer 21 thinking about the, what this would mean, how do you build a diversified uh, sovereign style funding strategy. We started recruiting in, in October, November, we had bodies on the ground in January and we had our first bond issuance in, uh, on the 15th of June, 21. So it was, it was just a sprint. Um, the, in, in kind of building the team, we found some people inside the organization. We had a, a small funding team, three or four people. That was not going to be enough. So we recruited uh, a number of national experts. So coming from member state DMOs, from France, Netherlands, uh, and Germany. In the, this is where we took uh, six, uh, six experienced people. We took uh, a senior advisor from, from ESM, uh, and then we recruited some, a lot of uh, execution agents uh, through temporary agent contracts to work on the accounts and the back office and the legal, uh, etc. And that, that, that recruitment challenge uh, was, was was quite significant. I have to say, building next generation EU, given the timeframes we had, given the scale what we we're doing, it was a relatively unique experience. It's not standard commission work. Uh, so, um, but, but but I think when in in our public finance work, we do often have to look outside the organisation. We do not find enough people with the uh, the, the right. Um, finance training uh, in, in our organization to, to help us run the operations that we run now. And, and speaking uh, about the new, re the new generation, uh, what would be your advice to, to, to have a, a similar career than, uh, than yours or working in... Um, well, there, there are two things. If you want to make a career in, 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 the, in the public administration, the European public administration, uh, you need a lot of patience and, and uh, to, to take kind of, uh, there is no fast management path to the, you have to prove yourself. Uh, it's, it's competitive. There's a lot of quality people there um, competing for, for, let's say, responsibility and interesting files. Uh, there's a lot of navigation through a very complicated political administrative system it's uh, and that's also part of the challenge and, and the uh, interest of, of the job is trying to find your way through through this uh, institutional labyrinth and, and make something happen but once you do it uh, 
the impact you can have uh, is, is significant and uh, we certainly feel that with the work that we're doing uh, on Next Generation EU but even in my previous jobs you, you, you can really shape uh, outcomes through sensible regulation hopefully uh, or, or, or kind of policy initiatives um, but you need to be patient uh, that's if you want to build your career there um, and, and, and kind of move towards the top of the organization as I said, I've been doing this for, for close to 30 years. Uh, I've never been bored um, because along the way I've changed jobs so, so, so and moved from one file to the other. That, 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 that just keeps you alive, keeps you on your toes. There are people um, who come into our organization, do something, uh, are brought in, for like for example, some of the people on Next Generation EU have joined us as national experts, young people. Uh, and they will go back to where they came from or into the into the marketplace mm -hmm. having learned quite a lot uh, i know that the feedback i get from them that this is this is a trip for them as well huh? i mean they are it's a massive learning experience for everybody involved. Yeah, okay um well um yeah just thinking you mentioned um basically it being a sprint uh, but sometimes when when you run as you as you mentioned there's also obstacles is there one big obstacle that comes to your mind when you when you think about uh, well the past uh, journey in terms of uh, well something um well as, as a as a policy officer or desk as, as i was for many many years uh you're trying to you know, you have an idea, and I, I, the, the commission is in kind of a bottom up in, in terms of, of the, the ideas that are developed by the by the young people who are bringing energy or or a new new perspective. Then you need uh, a management structure above you, uh, good head of unit, director, director general, who are all on the same wavelength. Who all want to to, to have uh, that impact and, 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 and see the value in, in what you're doing and, and then help work for you uh, to make it happen. So um, that, that sometimes you're, you're lucky the stars align and, and you have that, you have that uh, structure and in some cases uh, it, it, that, that energy, that commitment is, is not necessarily there at all levels uh, of, 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 of the hierarchy. So that's, that can be challenging um, for, for, for somebody coming. Uh, but uh, coming young into the organization. As a manager now at the other end of the scale, um, trying to find the right people is, is, is a challenge for us. Uh, and I, I see it in my, my current job, um, getting the right mix of, of talent uh, and, and skills and, and welding it into a, into, into a cohesive team. Um, the, the commission is, is a bit unwieldy in terms of its recruitment, in terms of, uh, of, 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 uh, of, of making it possible for us to find and recruit the right people um, as, um, um, at the speed that we need. Um, that will be something I, I struggle with uh, at the moment a lot. So. Okay. And I'm just curious, like you noticed or mentioned that uh, you've been changing jobs quite Mm -hmm. regularly uh, mm -hmm. so that you can keep moving but is it the standard at the European Commission or has it been um, are people motivated to do that or is it also the room to stay where you are and yeah maybe develop more in the line you are mm -hmm. it, it's a mix um, and I have to say I have I've moved but within 
kind of a narrow corridor, a lot of finance in there, as I said. So I kind of bounced from one position in, in one service uh, to another. Um, part of that was my own kind of interest in, in, in going after some jobs. Part of it was because I, I was uh, asked to do certain things. Um, so I could have stayed in DigiFisma and, and, and uh, kind of written the, the financial services rule book for, for the rest of my career. I, I, I enjoyed that. A lot of my colleagues did. Uh, however, I, I wanted to try different things. And you, you see different people bringing a different approach. And, you know, that's the good thing about an institution like that is you can choose. You can you have some uh, quite a lot of freedom to, to shape your career. Um, uh, I don't know, know people who have gone both ways. Uh, people who stayed in trade or competition or, or agriculture or whatever. Um, spent from day one to the end of their career there but um, I think it's very stimulating and it's to, to kind of uh, to but, take uh, on new challenges. On, on that note if I can uh, continue um, you, you mentioned yeah, a couple of times switching jobs but how, how did you manage that like on a personal level in the sense of like did you um, did you train yourself when you when you were switching uh, from from one job to another? Is the European Commission providing like courses, guidance in that, or how did you handle that? Yeah, uh, the Commission has really uh, moved on in leaps and bounds in terms of providing a structure for for people joining a service. Each service has has a culture and a history. So you, as a newcomer, you, you have to soak it up. You have to you have to get up to speed quickly. Each DG. We're called director gen directorate generals. That's the name uh, we give to a department or, or a service. Uh, organizes its uh, its its coaching, its mentoring, uh, so that you know there's a job shadowing uh, process. Um, but a lot of it is down to the ability of the individual to self-educate uh, and, and motivate themselves to to follow the necessary training. Uh, there is lots of training provided. Um, but also in specialized areas, like in our public finance area, you have to go off catalog, you have to kind of find it, uh, things that are uh, trainings by ICMA or, or other, or ISMA or other uh, trade associations are, are really useful to the people I work with. Um, so it's, uh, you know, this, it is a very complex machine, the Commission, also situated between the Council and the Parliament. Uh, there's a lot of institutional learning that you can't, you know, you have to absorb. Uh, there's no, there's no textbook that you can study. Mm -hmm. uh, you learn by doing a lot. I get it. Uh, this is quite and definitely people are much more aware of the hiring process in banks or institution or yeah. in, uh, in in finance than uh, in European uh, institution because it takes more time. Because I mean, there it's maybe more it's publicly available in banks it's easier etc so uh, i know that in law uh, this is more or less the, the same the same profile which yes. are which are going but uh, on the legal um, on the legal side and uh, uh, except for the people who are training uh, close to strasbourg and uh, and the, the real european stamped city in, in france people are not very aware of uh, what they can choose in terms of uh, of career within uh, the European uh, Union jurisdiction, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, we have, we have an awareness thing, but as I said, we have massive applications of interest from, yeah. but, but, you know, then you're getting 
applications from librarians and, and people who probably, I think, a bit unfair, but have time to study and prepare the, the exams and people like the people we need, the, the lawyers, the finance guys, don't. We struggle a bit. The system is set up to, to, to fail us as, as an institution. So we, we move away a bit now from this and move towards this kind of more um, take people in ad hoc and, and look at how we keep them on. But in terms of, of career planning, it's if different. you want to stay in the institution, you want you want visibility 10, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, you know, two-year trial period, sure. But beyond that, then, then yeah. I, 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 have, I have a career I can build here. Um, so we, we have still work to do. What we do, what we can do, and uh, we do with the temporary agents and, and ENDs is come, you know, come here for three or four years and we'll give you uh, some, some really challenging stuff to get your head around. Um, and then you can take it away uh, back to where you came from. And some of these people, I'm sure, will... Yeah, I think that's quite yeah. useful as well. That's and I guess they come all over from the member states. So in that way, you kind of... You have a centralization of uh, bulk of knowledge within the European Commission, but you kind of like uh, are able to share it and, and, and distribute it across the member states. Uh, yeah. are, are there like projects? Like, is there like, uh, it, does that happen only for specific um, situations like, like now the NGU? Or does that happen on a more structured basis that you have these like exchanges of... Uh, what we take. <laughs> we need expertise from the member states, so it's a bit of a one-way street. Uh, they, but that happens across, I mean, even in the financial regulation, there'll be a lot of people there from the member state regulatory supervisory authorities yeah, help, yeah. help the, the guys in FISMA to, who are often just generic kind of university graduates, don't have a particular specialization. So it goes back to your question, how, how do you learn? Uh, mm -hmm. How do you get to grips with... No, this is not as easy as it sounds in this. No, it's just, it's such a big organization, very complex. And I think people joining would happily like, uh, like, yeah, switch career paths. But it's, uh, once you get also to, a, it's a question we, we discuss a lot. Uh, once you get to a certain level of experience and also seniority, call it six, seven, eight years into your uh, career. Yeah, switching is not that straightforward, you know, like um, you have to almost start all over again. Like often you get into a situation where people have families, other uh, sort of obligations uh, that, that come with it. So then people are, yeah, if, if, if there's not a structure in place that allows you to educate, of course, you mentioned self-education, 100%, I, I fully agree. But yeah, the, the, the institutions need to also like allow sort of this path, which is maybe a bit more, well, different or less natural than sort of just wait, working your way up, basically. Well, and especially as an organization, I think to develop the organization any further, to have fresh energy or other experiences or other views or perspectives, that's really important uh, to have. So, yeah, I think that's what we can promise because I mean, there's so much. You know, every policy officer they come in and it's like a pyramid. So they they want to go to the next level. They want to be a head of unit and, and run the team, ten, fifteen people. One out of the ten, fifty. <laughs> 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 you can work out for yourself the odds, and, and, and that's, that's, there's a lot of really rich policy work to do, and you have a lot of autonomy mm. on your on your area, which can be really, really broad. Uh, but in terms of team management, managerial uh, roles, it's 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 uh, we've kind of built 
of intermediate levels all the way through the system just to give people kind of yeah. level step up as they go. But that, that's a frustration for people. On the other hand, what we are is uh, also a flexible uh, employer. So COVID has shown the commission and from, you know, 100% office uh, yeah. presence. Everybody had their, their, their desk and their computer. Everybody's working at home in two weeks, 30,000 people. Yeah, because that's also something that uh, we are actually that, that stays, forgetting. Yeah. We said, okay, the system can cope. So, you know what? You stay at home two or three days a week. We want to see you at the office at least two days a week. Uh, you, but use the flexibility that we've learned uh, so you can balance. You know, we, we expect you to be on call eight to eight. And we will we'll find you and hunt you down where, wherever you are. But uh, you, know, you can balance and structure your day. And that people like a lot. This is interesting. You have a two days. Uh, in policy uh, at the European Commission? Two to three, I mean, depends okay. a bit on the service. And in, in my service, you need to be there transactions sometimes. Oh, but, yeah. but is it restricted in, to two or is it at least two? At least. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So is, yeah, and it's actually a super interesting topic because, of course, we are on the so other side. Topic. And uh, <laughs> we, we've seen the result of, of, of your work, be the bond issuance, you know, yeah. uh, the, the, the support for the, for the member countries. But knowing that you've been doing it from this hybrid or work from home type of environment, it's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you very much uh, for your time. Thank uh, you very much. It was, uh, was some very interesting insights. And uh, yeah, hope to speak to you again uh, in the future. And uh, well, all the best with uh, the current uh, NGU program, I would say. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. For more ICNA podcasts, and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icnagroup.org.